This is a podcast from Rover. All right, here we go, guys. What an absolute treat it is to have our next guest in studio. Now, mm. last time I called up with, with him was probably a couple of years ago, and it was actually for a photo shoot. Not the noob one that you've been hoping for, yeah. Jay, that's still to come. That's it. That's out there in the ether, ready to be done. Yeah. Uh, we just got to you know, do a little bit more photoshopping. You know how it is. You know, I'm not the perfect <laughs> specimen, even though sometimes I say I am. Chip and dunks. Uh, but but Mardo Alnor uh, contacted me and asked if I'd like to be in a book with my dogs. Then mm. I had two. Now I've got one of Barbara and Roy, the British Bulldogs. Now, Mardo, welcome um, back into the Rock Studio. A different one this time. We're in a new building. Um, yeah. Yes. Oh, thanks for having me, guys. Yeah. And uh, the book is now out. And I, I guess a good place to start is to explain what the book is and where the idea came from and, and I guess why you wanted to do it. Yeah. So uh, basically it's, it's a dog about stories of dogs and people. It started as how we can capture people's stories and then I realize it's much easier to let them talk about things they love. Um, that ruled out children because yeah. they just <laughs> I was gonna say, when's that volume coming out? Yeah. <laughs> because they just people just don't like talking about their kids. But they love talking about their dogs. They can go on and on and buddy on. And then that hit me like a, a Eureka moment about five or six years ago or so when I thought, well, how about we just stage scenes of people uh, surrounded by their stuff at homes, at uh, workspaces, and uh, we basically have their loved ones, their doggies, right next to them. So it started as stories about the dogs themselves, but we realized most of the stories to do with dogs are not the most uplifting ones. Um, and uh, it kind of evolved into the stories of the dog owners themselves uh, and their dogs are part of their lives, basically. It's a very heightened set that you put them into as well. It's very elaborate, the sets in which you shoot them. Mm -hmm. And obviously it's their everyday space, Dunk in the studio with his two dogs. But the number one rule when uh, taking any photographs is don't work with kids or pets. Mm -hmm. And uh, you've obviously brushed that heavily. How tough is it to get – because you get the person, they can freeze, but Mm. animals, and particularly dogs, they move around a lot. So how many frames would you go through – to get the shot you wanted that made the book. Yeah, yeah. So that's the wonders of modern technology because we basically shoot people, and Duncan probably remembers this, so we basically shoot people separately from the dogs. Ah. So we shoot the person and then we know exactly what kind of story it will be, what kind of interaction. So I tell people, okay, you guys just look in that general direction and pretend to do A and B. And then we shoot the dogs separately. So the dog... So the dog will be just waiting for a treat or just looking at their person to tell them to look this way, sit, stand, do this trick. And then we combine everything else, um, everything all together in Photoshop. Mine was a little bit tricky because being the studio, the desk height is stand-up, so... Mm. That meant that the dogs would then have to sit on the studio chairs, which are quite high, high chairs. And it's hard enough for us to sit on them. I know. We don't even last four hours. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then, uh, so the British Bulldogs are obviously, um, yeah, they are not. They don't listen most of the time. I mean, sometimes they do, but to get them on a chair that was moving. But then it's amazing what food will do, holding up a nice wee treat for them. We got the shot. It looks incredible. It's amazing that the dogs could hold the food for you as well to keep you still. <laughs> Little Pete, yeah. I'll do anything for a T-bone, you know that. Uh, out of all of the dogs, because it's it's amazing, you've done an incredible job. There must have been some, and I'm not looking for the negatives, but there must have been some interesting A clients or B 
animals that you had to shoot for this book? Mm. Any spring to mind? Yeah, well, quite a few. Yeah, so we had, and by we, I mean me. <laughs> so I had a couple, a lovely uh, dog training couple, uh, Lita and Camille, and they live with six dogs. <sighs> and their dogs are the most well-behaved dogs ever because they're like dog whisperers. So they like they see the world in like dog matrix and... <laughs> What they do is, I was expecting the worst. I was expecting like the most chaotic shoot. I went to their place expecting um, things upside down. But six dogs, they're the most well-behaved. They range from a tiny pocket-sized chihuahua all the way to a St. Bernard. But they're the most loveliest kind of calm dogs ever. Uh, So that's one story. Another story is uh, Zena and Tui, the Samoid. And Zena had lived her whole life with a deep fear of dogs. And then um, she did tell me the story of one of her friends who also had a Samoid. And uh, she said, right, I just need to deal with my fear and basically warm up to... um, to their dog, to her friend's dog. And once that happens, I'll basically um, award myself with uh, getting a Samoyed uh, herself. And um, basically the the happy ending is she got Tui, the loveliest uh, Samoyed ever. They're fluffy. They look like a, a stuffed doy themselves. Yeah. <laughs> so that kind of made it easier for her to get used to them. Same doesn't work for sharks and alligators, just FYI. <laughs> yeah. uh, funny you say that about the Samoyed because I know uh, our good friend Ben Boyce, um, who does the radio show with John over on the Hits, uh, he's got a Samoyed. And uh, his isn't as well behaved or as lovely. I looked after it once and it pissed on my car and ate it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. what's, it what's his uh, dog's name again? Um, ben and a bow. Oh yes, yes, yeah. Because we shot, we shot them as well. So, um, um, I mean, he was well behaved with me. Oh, maybe I got him at the puppy stage, which yeah, is a nightmare. No maybe. one can have a well behaved yes. puppy. No, no, he was he was super lovely and all that. But uh, yeah, I think because because he's he's a boy, so his energy is a little bit different. Um, but uh, no, I remember I, I remember even Ben was kind of warning me just. Don't just be mindful of him around around you and all that. But no, he was he was. I was expecting the worst, hoping for the best. But no, he was super lovely. Awesome, yeah. massive labor of love. You put so much time and effort into it. Is it nice to see it finally published? And it's and it's you it's an incredible book. It's, it's oh, done you. on and published beautifully. Yeah. Uh, do you now look at it and go, ah, thank God that's behind me? And are you looking f- to something else now? Because obviously we're a massive cat show here, so. Maybe uh, <laughs> owners in the cats. <laughs> yeah, oh, well, that's that's a good question, Jay. So I always get asked if if the next one is going to be cats uh, with stories. I just don't think cats have as many stories as no. dogs, right? That's one thing. The other thing is if there's anything that has as many stories or has has as much variety of options, it would be cars. Yes. That's cool, yeah. Imagine yeah. cars with stories. Yeah. That's one thing. The other thing is the whole idea of me making this book is I'm not even a dog owner myself. I wanted to make a book about something I know nothing about so I can learn from from that experience. I'm not sure if how much I learned because I know all sorts of 
dog breeds, but I don't know if a dog needs to do a wee-wee, basically. <laughs> so I'm, I'm all theory, zero practice. But I thought maybe if there's an, an, another project, it will be about cars because I, I don't know anything about cars. And I know people can be as passionate about cars as they can be about their Jay, dogs. Jay, you've got a good story about a 97 um, Subaru Legacy going up a hill. <laughs> Jeez, everyone's got a story about a car, don't Everyone they? has a story. Yeah, you know, we can say that for another day. Uh, yeah, definitely not worth recounting. <laughs> is it going to be, just another question, um, completely unrelated, is it going to be an X-rated book, the car one? <laughs> In that case, I've got a story for you. <laughs> okay, so um, what we're going to do is gonna, we've got a couple of copies of the book to give away. Um, dogs with stories, and we you can text dog three five two zero. It's literally one of the most incredible yeah. coffee table books you'll ever have. It's um, very very pleasing on the eye. You've done an incredible job, and there is some uh, quite a few people that you will probably know within the pages of the book, in, including myself and, and Barbara and Roy. Um, and then as well uh, on the bounce back link, we'll send you back um, a bounce back to uh, is it Breakneck Publishing? It's on Beatnik. Beat, Beat. Uh, we'll send you back a link to Beatnik Publishing as well, which is where you can purchase the book for 80 bucks. So Father's Day just around the corner exactly. could be the perfect option. Marta, wonderful. Thanks, mate. Mate, congratulations Thank again. You, it's beautiful. Really yeah. well done. Really appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having me.